Hello, and welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast, a podcast where tips, techniques, and tools are shared with those who want to be a more effective, efficient, and aware leader, but not only in life, but also career and business. Thank you so much for being here. I want you to keep listening for more authentic and organic ways to live your best life. On today's episode, I am talking about how to be an aware leader. What does that look like? And I have got some of my very own tips and tricks to share with you. So if that sounds like something that you need to know more about, please continue to listen. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. Awareness is knowledge or perception of a situation or fact. As with everything else here on the CEO Mindset, it stands to reason that if you wanna be an aware leader, you have to start by being self-aware. It's much easier to understand the behavior of others when you understand why or the why behind your own behavior. At the very least, you're more empathetic towards others because you have your own baggage and limiting beliefs to deal with so you can certainly understand it when someone else is dealing with theirs. I have several different areas today that we are going to be talking about. I have three different areas where being an aware leader is important. And I'm going to talk about how you can leverage your personal brand to sharpen your perception. So let's start with the very first area where your awareness as a leader is important. It is in defining your niche. Oh my gosh, how many times have we heard someone talk about this? How tired are we of this subject? It is just important though. If you are in business, it is so important for you to define your niche. Now, let's say you're not in business and let's say that you're just you know, you're in life and you're really trying to live your best life. Well, defining your niche could be about defining your relationships, defining the people that you want to spend your time with. If you are in business, if you are building a business or no, if you are trying to build a career and you're in the professional environment, my husband does a phenomenal job of finding mentors, people who are like-minded, people who have been there and done that and are where he wants to be. And so he Um, does a great job of finding that um, group of people to help him be better and do better and what he's trying to do to grow and build his career. So defining your niche is not just about defining the people that you want to sell to. It's also about defining the people that you want to be in relationship with, defining the types of mentors you want to have and the like-minded people that can help you grow and get where it is you want to be. So for the sake of this podcast, though, let's talk about it in terms of having a business. And I feel like your epiphany moment is the beginning of your understanding the way you'll help your customers manage or solve their pain points. So you're in business because you have a solution to someone's pain point. Well, think about where did that solution come from? 
where did you come up with, where did you have a problem? Did you solve this problem for, for someone else and now you know you have a process that will work? If that's the case, what was the epiphany? When did that light bulb moment come on? Because from your own ability to solve the problem for yourself or to see the success from solving the problem from someone else, you can create a roadmap your customers can use for their own solution. So I've recently been talking a lot about developing your personal framework. And I do this because it's truly a major building block to your success in life, career, and business. Knowing your strengths, limitations, desires, and non-negotiables gives you the ability to be effective in your dealings with other people, to be efficient with your time and energy, energy, and to be very discerning. That is why I think that this area of awareness, this defining your niche, is so important for you to be an aware leader. Guys, happen to what you know to be true. Have you spent years trying to figure out how to actually make money in your business? For years, I struggled to identify the right audience, determine the best type of content to share with them, show up for them consistently with valuable products to offer, and I mean the type that they'll actually pay for. I struggled to find clarity and to create a unique workflow that maximized the productivity and minimized my burnout. After years of trial, error, troubleshooting, investing in coaches and programs, and learning lots the hard way, I've developed a framework that helps dozens of women do the same thing I struggled to do for years. My clients are now growing and scaling their businesses to six and seven figures, reaching their ideal audiences, and working with only their dream clients. Building businesses that they love instead of feeling trapped and stuck following someone else's template. They're securing high-profile contracts with multi-million dollar organizations, aligning their passions with their purpose, and making a big impact. And they're doing a lot more. These are just some of the results my clients have achieved as a result of working together. I am so proud of them. And I want to take those same principles I used in their one-on-one -on -one coaching and share them inside my new membership, the BU Boss Squad. If you're ready to start generating serious cash in your business and need accountability, support, or you just want to soak in the genius of other women just like these clients, this is the community for you. Apply today. Well, now the next area that I want to talk about is your customer experience. Again, in this particular podcast, we are going to be talking about uh, being an aware leader as if you were growing a business. But let's just say, um, and I'm gonna give like little tidbits here on whether you're building a career or you are building your best life. Your customer experience as a business owner is that process that a person goes through from the moment they are attracted to your brand to the moment they have purchased from you and what happens after. That is your customer experience. But let's say this is something that just you're trying to live your best life. And we talked about the relationships you're in. Look at those experiences in those relationships. Are they positive experiences? And how can you leverage your personal brand to make 
the experiences the best they can possibly be. Sometimes the best they can possibly be is for you to rid yourself of the relationship altogether. But sometimes you do have to manage the volume of your personality because you really do want to be in a relationship with these people, but you can't be full on 10 as yourself when you're in their presence. You have to be able to manage that for yourself, which again requires you to know yourself and operate within your personal framework. Well, let's just say that you are growing in your career. What does that customer experience look like for you? Well, that could be your boss. That could be your team members. How are you presenting yourself in a way? How are you aware? How have you become aware of yourself and aware of your leadership um, characteristics so that the experience, your team, your boss, um, maybe the people that you're working with, um, you know, the customers that you handle on your job, those are your customers. That is who you have to please. That's who you need to make this experience the best it can possibly be for. So it's not, again, we're talking about efficiency, effectiveness, and awareness as a leader. You are leading in life, business, and your career. Your customer experience as it relates to whichever of those situations I just mentioned um, is, is important because your customer doesn't care what you know until they know that you care. That is true all across the board. In personal relationships, you can't be selfish. You can't just expect people to want to do things your way. As a career um, builder, you cannot expect your boss to give you what you want every time you want it. And you can't expect your team to just go along with whatever it is you say because they have their own career that they're climbing as well. So you have got to show them that you are in it for more than just yourself. This is so true, right? Regardless of whether or not you believe it, okay? People don't want to care. They don't really care what you know until they know that you care. Now, the best way to ensure you're providing an amazing customer experience is to set yourself up for success, okay? Now, systems and templates. In business, I believe systems and templates are like the best possible things that you can do for yourself to not only make life easier for you and minimize overwhelm and stress, but to also make your customer experience as amazing and consistent as possible. So you want to look at using systems and templates, okay? Because they they are, actually, I teach these to my clients all the time because I feel like they drastically improve the experiences of both you and your customer. So let's look at why I feel this way. Well, I look at systems because I feel like they are for you. If you have a system and I talked about this in my five C's to be you series when I was cleaning out my closet and I did that whole decluttering process. If you have a system in your house, in your personal life, for your pantry, for how you put your groceries up, for how you plan your grocery shopping, then guess what? That activity is easier. You're not wasting money. You're not running around the grocery store, like not knowing what it is you need and wasting time. It just makes your life easier. If you have a cleaning regimen where you say, okay, on Mondays, I'll clean the toilets in the bathrooms. On Wednesdays, I'll vacuum and dust. On Fridays, I change the linen and I wash all the clothes. If that's your system, guess what? You can operate the rest of your schedule around that because you know that's an activity that you do. That's a system. So you want to create that because it minimizes your stress and it minimizes your overwhelm. 
Just the same is if you look at systems like a date that you're going to put in your digital calendar, for instance, and you were setting an alarm for that date, like you get your hair done on Friday at two, you put that in your phone, you set an alert to remind you the day before and two hours before, you can do that and not think of it again, okay? Because it's in your calendar and you know it's there and you know an alarm is going to go off. Well, systems act just like that. They act in much the same way. When you put them in place, you can count on them like clockwork because they are repetitive actions that help you ensure you're being clear and authentic in your actions. You can create them and then tweak them as necessary, right? If you if you find that doing laundry and changing the linen is not going to work on a Friday, then you don't do that. If you realize that um, trying to work, get up at seven o'clock in the morning is not early enough and you need to get up at six so that you can start your day because you find you're working until seven and eight o'clock at night and you need that extra time of quiet to do that. Set that system up in your business. If you realize that you need to have a paper trail on your job, which you do, by the way, always have a paper trail, set up a system so that you have checks and balances for your emails and you have files to make sure that you're keeping track of what needs to be done, who said what, when, where, and why, so that when you need that backup, you have automatically created that system. You've become, you know, it's repetitive action. And so you know that you can go back and look at that. Another very simple example of this is a system for where you put your keys. My husband can never find his keys. Well, I tried bowls and bowls didn't work. I tried a special spot on the countertop that didn't work. I finally got a hook right by the door of our garage and he can, he remembers to put his keys on the hook now. And so it has not been quite as often that he does not know where his keys are. Now he's having trouble to remember where he put his Garmin watch. It's just hilarious. But the point is systems work like clockwork. And when you put them in place, it makes your life much easier and you can cut out the overwhelm and the stress. Now, much like systems are for you, Templates are for your customer. They help you provide a consistent customer experience. So I mentioned this in a lot of my presentations that I do because I just feel like it is just such a great example. But templates are like if you had a cookie, a famous cookie, you were a cookie um, baker and people loved your cookies. And in order to make that the case, you had to have a cookie recipe and a cookie cutter, right? because this provides your customer with a consistent experience. You have to think of it like, you know, uh, how do you make sure that your customer is gonna get the same thing every single time? The quality, the level of, of, of attention to detail is going to be there for your client. They wanna know that every time they buy a cookie from you, for example, it's gonna look and taste the same. So what can you do to ensure that you can provide this consistency? Well, create templates. Now you can use programs like Asana or Monday or um, what is that? Edgar, something Edgar. You can use these tools to help you create templates and project manage your, um, your business so that you have that level of consistency. I also do things like create canned emails to help me with this. Because when you have the same thing happening over and over again, and you find that you are creating the same email over and over again, i.e. I have a podcast, there are people who reach out and want to be on my podcast. There's no sense in me creating 
a response to these emails every single time when the response is the same. I can just create a canned email and I can change the important information within that email, but ultimately it's the longest part of the email is the same and I'm just going in and tweaking dates and names. So this makes my life easier. It helps me to, um, to, to stay consistent with my audience or with those people. And I, but I'm aware, I'm an aware leader and I know that this is what I need. I know that I can get all of the, the templates created and, and do my best. Um, obviously there are going to, like we're human, right? There's going to be times when it's not absolutely, absolutely going to work out. But when you create these templates, what it does is it provides you with the ability to, to use what you know you need and get that, create those circumstances for optimal success and make sure that you get the right information in the canned email. You can make sure that you hit all, you dot all your I's and cross all your T's and each time you're hitting that. Okay. You can, when you are defining your niche, you are going through and understanding from your personal framework because you're doing the work and you can get it right. You're aware of what you need to have quality relationships, to get in front of the right audience, to um, make sure that you are effectively um, uh, operating the way you need to on your job and you're getting the right mentors to help you in that way. So this is the value of awareness that you find from creating that personal framework. All right, so let's look at this last area where awareness is really important as a leader, and that is in selling and or collaborating. This is the final area that I think is very important to the awareness, the leadership awareness aspect that we're talking about today. Knowing which dollar to pick up and how to work with difficult people is a skill set every leader needs to have. I'm telling you, you do not want to not have this particular skill set, okay? Because people will try you and you have to be an aware leader to know what your non-negotiables are. You have to be an aware leader to understand what it is you are bringing to the table so that you can put value on that. And you need to understand where you're lacking, like where your limitations are, because sometimes picking up that collaboration or that partnership is definitely something that you're going to want to do because it's going to offset your limitations. So being aware as a leader is definitely something that is required when you are looking at selling from your business or you are looking at collaborating with other people. Um, Now, what does this look like in your personal life? Okay. I feel like when you're when you are giving of your time and you say yes to something, that is you selling yourself. You are, gosh, you could take that a lot of different ways. I did not mean it those bad ways. So get your mind out of the gutter. What I mean by selling yourself and saying yes is our time is our commodity in our personal life because we have so many things going on. So if you are going to sell a piece of your time to someone by saying yes, You need to be aware of your limitations and you need to be aware of your non-negotiables because people will take advantage of you. If you do not know, no is a complete sentence. You can get yourself in trouble and you can sell your time to the wrong people and then you won't have it. And time is a commodity you cannot get back. It does not regenerate. So you have to be very careful and be an aware leader to understand when you can sell off chunks of your time. Um, And that is the same with your career. There is a point where you cannot invest 
so much of your time at the expense of your health, at the expense of your relationship, at the expense of your family. So um, these tips that I am sharing with you are for life, career, and business. They are not just for business owners, but I'm primarily talking about business owners because in this case, selling and collaborating is about knowing when to pick up that dollar and when to leave those dollars on the table. Now, I mentioned discernment earlier when I was talking about defining your niche. And it's important for you to understand what motivates you because knowing what motivates you and knowing what annoys you <laughs> and what your non-negotiables are, this is helpful when deciding which clients to take on or which partners to pick up. Um, and this takes us back to that personal framework that I have been just pounding in for you guys um, over the last couple of weeks because um, I know you've heard me talk about this many times before, but people often talk about this confidence that you're supposed to have as you're growing your business, as you know, becoming a leader, they're talking about, you know, just being yourself and being authentic. That all comes from your personal framework. And I was just recently talking about this in a clubhouse last week. And one of the moderators was talking about, I mean, well, several of them were, we were talking about a 30 second pitch. We, we do this fantastic room on Fridays, 30 second pitch. Um, and what we talk about is we help people when they come on with their 30 second pitches and we share with them feedback from what they say. And a couple of the moderators were saying, well, it sounds like you're reading off of a piece of paper. You want to be more confident. You know, you definitely want to be authentic. You want to make sure that people can understand your passion for stuff. And these are all true statements. They were not saying anything wrong. However, there are people and you might be one of them who does not really know what it means to be confident or how to manifest that in their 30 second pitch or in their business or in their life or in their career, because they have so much baggage and so many limiting beliefs that have been given to them by people in their family, from influencers in their life, from experiences they've had. So being an aware leader, the value of this personal framework is that you're getting in to yourself. You are unpacking that baggage and you're going through every single thing and you're determining, did someone give me this negative belief? Did someone share their limiting beliefs with me and I took them on as my own? Or is this something that I did to myself? Because if it's something that someone gave you, if it's something someone told you and put on you, take it out of your bag. Give it back to them because it's not true, but you've got to analyze your bag. You've got to look at it to really understand what your strengths are, what your limitations are, what your desires are, and what your non-negotiables are because those are unique to you. So when you get in those bags and you start unpacking them, figure out what is yours and what is uh, someone else's and then get rid of the things that aren't yours so that you can pack your bag because those that personal framework is how you are going to be an effective, efficient, and aware leader. Today, we're talking about being an aware leader, but absolutely being able to define your niche, um, being able to create a positive customer experience, and um, also knowing about knowing when to sell and collaborate with people when no is going to be your best friend. That all comes from you understanding that personal framework and operating within that personal framework. That is how you become aware as a leader. That is how you become an aware leader who can be 
aware leaders can just do so much more um, because they're coming from a place of certainty, a place of certainty. They know their value. They know their worth and they know how they want to use that and leverage that to achieve their goals. So if nothing else came from this podcast for you today, please take away that you can become an aware leader just by creating your own personal framework and operating within that framework. Now, if that's something that you need help with, I am here for it. My BU Boss Squad is fantastic. It is an org- it is a community and I am in that community, growing that community and helping people with support they need, the accountability they need, and then helping them to establish their own personal framework so they can leverage it to be their best, to be the efficient, effective, and aware leader they want to be, and to do that consistently evolving and being open to failing forward, which takes us to the end of this podcast, the CEO Mindset Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself today. I hope you take these lessons and you use them to develop your own personal framework and to become an aware leader. I would love to hear from you. Tell me how you're doing that. Tell me, how are you manifesting the awareness um, that you have, your personal framework to be an aware leader? Leave that in the comments below. If you have not already, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss episodes. And I'm also on um, Instagram. Follow me there at AFPatrick. I mentioned Clubhouse. I do have a club. I haven't really started in um, rooms in it yet. I've been doing rooms in other clubs, but I do have a room called Authenticity 101, Conversations That Convert. I would love to have you in there. So if you are on Clubhouse, make sure you find me. I am also at AFPatrick as well. And then lastly, please, please, please check out my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. Um, make sure you subscribe over there. I have a goal to reach a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. It is definitely doable if you help me. And uh, I would really appreciate it if you would help me do that. So make sure you subscribe over there. Oftentimes I give the the theory to a topic over here on the podcast and I walk it out in my practical, um, in my life over on my YouTube channel. So it's a really good mix so that not only are you hearing the things that help you become more effective, efficient, and aware as a leader, but you're also seeing how I walk that out personally in my life so that you can use it as a model for your own life. All right, I think that does it. Thanks for listening to me today, guys. And don't forget, come back next week. We have a new episode every Wednesday. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, profession or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.